Welcome to John and Dylan Online. I am Dylan Gott. This is a show where two comedians do half-assed research into internet history. Joining me is the vivacious, the man with a hat on because he's scared of his hairline. Ladies and gentlemen, John Hastings will introduce the subject of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Duke of Digital, the <laughs> guy who always uses his phone while uh, driving. That's right. It's John. <laughs> that's always that's a pretty sick that's a pretty sick nickname is the Duke of Digital, JPEG Hastings. JPEG yes, Hastings sir. makes it seem like you are a pedophile, but I like that. Sure. You know, it does not say <laughs> hard not, drive Hastings. <laughs> hard drive Hastings. And uh, goodness, quite a lock on that computer room, Dylan Gott. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, today we will be talking about MySpace's queen and also neo Nazis' queen, Tila. Pivot. She pivoted. Yeah, okay, Dylan claims that that was a pivot for Business pivot. Before here's all right, Tila Tequila. Like to is call, she if you go, go if it? you go Nazi on the internet, that's not a business pivot. That's an internet pivot. You've it's pivoted to the next space of internet. That's what it is. We've she basically to- came up with the idea for OnlyFans, but only applied it to herself, and then Correct. she pivoted to being a Nazi. So Tila Tequila, right now, what she's doing is what will be popular in five years. She is the visionary of the worst parts. I completely not OnlyFans, not a bad I, part. I, Completely agree with Dylan God. Dylan God is yeah. hit it on the head. She's now mm-hmm. no Tila Tequila. She is Tornado TN. She Tila has jobs. She has the kind of person that has the look of her eye. Her internet, her like her like webcam is dirty in that way. All people who are having a mental breakdown mm-hmm. have like online where it's always just a bit dirty. The lighting isn't like oh, there's just one bright light right behind them going in the camera. Like you know what I mean? And they always are like. I was just talking to Jesus, but it's a weird place to talk to you. I was just talking to Jesus in a chat room. And you're like, oh, no, 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 tornado. Time to turn it down, tornado. I feel like all social media negatively benefits um, or positively benefits the extremely unmedicated because every social media thing is like, oh, yeah, just use this as much as you can post eight times a day and regular people eight times a day. What do I post about Tila Tequila is like, Each Cheerio is a Jew. Yeah. Whoa, Each whoa, and whoa. every Cheerio is a lizard Jew. And when I eat them, that's when I become God. I have sucked God. He is me now. It, you're telling me if I post 11 times on this that I have sucked God off and God, when he was being mm. sucked off by me, he was like, here's a couple of things you need to know. Hitler. Yeah. Everybody else. Neo. And she's like, <laughs> that's a good idea. I'll post about that 1100 times. Yeah. No, Tila Tequila. Also, you know that it's a re- this is the there's some stages of the Internet that are very often not discussed. And I would like to discuss a few of them now. One of the late stage ones that I think are very important. The name change. No one talks about when oh, you get a f- famous enough on the Internet. Guess what's happening? You're changing your name. Now you're Tornado TN Snoop Lion. Whatever Mark Hoppus changed his name to briefly when he really believed in aliens before he was like, what's that? I need money. Time to be back with Blink-182. Don't believe in aliens anymore. There are no more angels. That's Tom DeLonge that did that. Tom DeLonge found aliens, which is the most internet thing that could possibly happen is, hey, who had first contact? Uh, This guy who was in a punk band and only sang about having a hard dick. Yeah. I want you to know this about Tom DeLong. That guy made Joe Rogan go, that guy talks about aliens too much. And when Joe Rogan's like, <laughs> bro, then you're like, all right, time to cool it off. Time to fucking chill. I don't know about that. I think Joe Rogan was more like, hey, I'm the guy that talks a lot about aliens. If you start talking about how steroids are actually so dope, I'm going to have to fucking beat the shit out of you. Stop taking my stuff. See, I disagree. I read Joe Rogan always as, yo, this guy also gets it. That means we're brothers. I I was only in a room with Joe Rogan once, and the energy I would say he gave off was angry. He was angry. 
He was just, I don't know. He's one of those guys where I'm like, oh, you're that guy. Every group of comedians has a guy who's like, oh, this guy isn't funny at all, but has just figured out how to be good at on stage. That's the energy he gave up. Not maybe he's maybe he's super fun to hang out with. I don't know. Please, if you ever hear this, put me on your show. I'll say whatever you want. I have a kid. I don't care if Nazi oh, money yeah. feeds Dylan, him. Dylan's made it very clear when he goes on the Joe I'll Rogan. I'll do whatever, man. He's like, yo, right before we turn on these microphones, what thing do you agree with that no one else agrees with you on? I, <laughs> Here's my impression of me on Joe Rogan. You be Joe Rogan. All right. Uh, uh, swords. Uh, I'm smart, but in a way that's not smart. I like uh, I like to eat numbers. I never thought about it like that, Joe. Tell me more. Oh, my God. That actually would do very well on that program. <laughs> Honestly, Joe, you're way taller than people say you are. Oh my God, that is going to nail it. I got to say this, and this is something that Dylan got has said many times, which I agree with him completely, which was stand-up comedy would be such a better place if people's uh, neurological and mental disorders were diagnosed. And I also agree that comedy would be a great, better place than if you were under the, if you were under five, nine in comedy, which is where short people begin is five, eight, five, eight is, I, I, I got a chip on my shoulder. Um, you are immediately put into therapy for two years before you go into stand-up comedy and stand-up comedy is such a better <laughs> Every, well, I do feel like the problem The with amount of times I've gotten this fucking guy thinks he's better than me energy from a 5'8 guy at a comedy show where you're just like, fuck you. You're, you're lit. You, you get clothes. You can buy medium, the greatest fucking, uh, type of fucking clothes fit to have. There's always mediums available. You fuck, fuck you, fuck your mother. This is the problem, though, is if you are uh, five, eight and under, then people will just openly. It's like the last thing that people are mean about is short men. If you're five, eight, you're not short. Fuck you. Hey, buddy, I don't care what height you are. I you're do okay care. With me. I do care. Oh, if you're, you do if care, you're yeah. under five, six. I'm better than you. Get a fucking step stool. <laughs> John is six, a six foot four white guy, which is the greatest thing because you can just walk around and people are like he probably he, probably run, he runs Let something. Me. Let me say this right now. The <laughs> amount of times in a situation people are like, you, you got this handled, right? And be like, unfortunately, you you are incorrect on who runs this building. Uh, I'm going to act like I do because I might need money sometime. Yeah, I'm going to just uh, I'm going to act like I'm the son of the person that owns this building and someone else will take care of it. And yet people <laughs> will still thank me. Tila Tequila. She Let's had a bad about- childhood. Oh, my God. Tila Tequila basically just grew up in abject poverty in Houston, Texas. Let me say this about Texas. It's a piece of shit state because you, if no, you about- originally, where is she from? She's from Singapore going against the Vietnam. Oh, is she from Vietnam? I thought she was She's originally from, from Vietnam. Oh. They, they fled, uh, fled Vietnam on a boat. Fled Vietnam on a boat to Singapore. Yes. And then she went from Singapore to the United States. Woo. Um, she said she could hear the roaches in the walls, which the other thing is like Tila Tequila uh, is a liar. So maybe that's not true. I will say I am going to she claims she heard the roaches in the walls. She's also claimed that she every night they'd turn off the lights and a hundred roaches would crawl all over her and be in the room. She's also claimed in other places that they lived in one room or it was a one bedroom apartment. Here's what I'm going to say. It doesn't sound like it was a very good childhood. And I also would say that Tila Tequila clearly has problems with confabulation and other mental like tila tequila had a tough childhood tila tequila also has some mental problems tila tequila combines mental problems with tough childhood childhood gets a whole hell of a lot worse faster you know what i'm saying and you get some anti-semitism in there where it's like hey why don't you take these pills well the jews make those pills bam now you're fucking now you got a now you got a nice uh, a nice recipe for some fucking crazy soup let's go Oh my God. Stop saying let's go. We're taking let's go out of the fucking lexicon. Okay. I fucking hate it. No one can explain us to me. Begin. Yeah, there. I like that. I like that. That's us much better. Begin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Carry uh, so on. T- so Tula is a um she's a uh, pretty lady, and it is the late 90s, early 2000s. And there was a thing that happened in the late 90s and early 2000s, which was um the internet to get naked ladies to show their hoo-hahs on it. They needed to send people out into the world to get them. So Tila is approached by a Playboy Scout. Oh, oh, Playboy Scout would be the greatest. Oh my job. god! Can you? All right. What do you think? When of, you read about this guy, of what a Playboy Scout? Okay, I want you to. I want you to say how this guy says hello. Okay, and I'll give you how I think this guy says hello. Go ahead. Hey. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Here's what I'm picturing here. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that's good. That's really good. Yeah, stuff. both guy, both guy, very appropriate. So imagine this: you are a, uh, you are a tiny, scared lady. You hear roaches and all the ro- the walls, and then a man with a ponytail. And either, depending on which guy we're talking about, either all black, but different, but different textures, leather and corduroy, or we're talking a lot of beiges and a lot of loose fitting clothes, long blown ponytail for. <laughs> hey. You know what I'm saying? What year is this again? What year does she meet the Playboy people? I feel like it's like, it's very into high school. Like it's high school. Yeah. This is like, this is like, she's at the Sharpstown mall. 19, uh, the year 2000. It's now the Plasmericas actually in greater Sharptown, Houston, Texas. 2001. So 19. Yeah, so it was 9-11. 9-11 hit. That, that oh, Playboy, sick. As the towers hit the ground, Hugh Hefner turned to a Playboy scout and went, it's finally time to let a non-white person into Playboy. And then they all threw up for some time, and then they went out and found Tila Tequila. And then I assume Hugh Hefner showed her his dong. Oh, yeah. And then Hugh Hefner kept her in a cage for a year to train her. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it drinks its piss. What? What you? I mean, you drink your piss. Sorry, sorry. You. Mm, yes. Now that you're in the cage, Tila, let me tell you what I think about the Jews. Mm, I like them actually. I don't have any. It's weird for someone that keeps a lot of women in cages. You think I'd be racist? I'm actually very accepting. Two other races, <laughs> not two other genders. Women are bad. Yeah. I'm Hugh Hefner, the only person that when shit started coming out about me after I died, the entire world were like. Yeah, no shit. The nudie magazine guy in pajamas? Yeah, no fucking shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're not surprised. This guy fucking sucks. The guy who smoked a pipe well into the 80s? Yeah, he blows. Uh, The thing that's important about uh, masculinity is to make sure that you have a bunch of women that work for you. All I remember about Hugh Hefner is, this is in retrospect, is they did some... Remember Hugh Hefner had like four girlfriends, and then they did a weekend update thing? And uh, Tina Fey was making fun of the four girlfriends, as you would do back in that day, because they had sex, and that's fucking bad, and they're whores. Uh, and then she was like, look how look how dead behind the eyes they all are. And then in retrospect, they're like, oh, yeah, because they were living in hell. And then on SNL, they were like, look at these fucking dumb bitches. Uh, yeah. Loser, 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 ew, loser. Ew, 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 Yeah. I'm going to be in movies. That's what she said. Yeah. Four for the you girls, one for me. Anyway. Hi, I'm Tina Fey, and my eyes say to everyone that I'm an incredibly talented person, but I don't seem like I would be fun once the camera turns off. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of the criticisms would be very barbed and personal. That scene would have been better if you had been a bit nicer to your mom, but you weren't because you're a terrible son. Oh, wow. That's a bit (laughs) specific, Tina. Check this fucking shit out. Go ahead, Dylan. I'll check it out. So this this is something. This is a... Tila Tequila was the first Asian cyber girl of the month for Playboy. So did you know that? I did. That happened on April 22nd, 2002. Um, and a few more pictorials followed after uh, uh, in the magazine. By the age of 20, uh, she acted on her uh, rock music interest. So this is also the time that in LA, basically everyone is packaged. It's beginning of the what are quote unquote called the overall deals. So it's the idea that Everyone's looking for someone that like can be in nudie magazines and in a band. Basically, they're just like pussycat girls be talented more or than one thing. Pussycat girls be talented more than one thing. Pussycat oh, girl yeah. be talented more than one thing. Well, this is also they figure out that you don't have to. Well, they haven't fully figured it out yet, but they start to figure out like, oh yeah, we can just like put hot people on TV, and then uh, people will watch that. We don't really have to have shows, and like cable becomes huge. Huge. Like, this is the, really the transitional time where MTV officially stops making any sort of video and really starts just making fucking um, weird ass reality shows. They talk about how uh, Jersey Shore was the low point. I actually do think a shot at love is. Uh, she starts building up her audience on Friendster. This is very important. Um, she's already appearing on VH1 um, reality shows like Surviving Nugent, where uh, contestants have to perform compromising yeah. tasks for rock star Ted Nugent. Imagine <laughs> this is, this is someone from sick. Vietnam I- around Ted Nugent in, <laughs> in 9-11. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's not. But I mean, also, well, I think that the thing that's important to remember about Tila Tequila is I'm going to hunt her like she's a moose. 
<laughs> this looks like a bunch of live game. I'm gonna hunter and killer and eater. Next up on Surviving Nugent, I'm gonna take out all of the Asians in this town. <laughs> the thing, this is the interesting thing about me to you, like it's me to Nugent, is actually I wrote a song called Wang Dang Sweet Poo Tang that was about a girl who was 14 and also Asian. That's sort of the thing I like, actually. I like that and I like hunting and I like not talking to my wife. Uh, hey, Ted, did you just admit to being a pedophile? Yeah, I did. I'm Ted Newton. I'm deaf. I put my pedophilia in song, and now every day I just go, don't remember that. Don't remember that. Please don't remember that. The people that come to my concerts now are right-wing questions. If they remember that I was like, this song's called It's Cool When They're Still in Elementary School. I'm in trouble. Ted's in trouble. Can't scratch fever. I'm going to get that in jail. Which song was that? Wang Dang Sweet Poon Dang. <laughs> no, no, not that song, but like he was like, She's 12, that's good. No, the, the song Wang Dang Sweet Poontang was supposedly written about a Hawaiian lady he brought, who uh, his whose parents signed her over to him so they could cross state lines. Yes, yeah, supposedly, but where is it? Is it actually proven, John? Or is it just a bunch of fucking horse shit? It's in one behind the music where they're like, did you do this? And he's like, I did. And then... <laughs> VH1 is hilarious where it's like that was basically uh turn of the century that was um the MTV but for older people for middle-aged people and then they came up with an idea for a TV show that was worse than anything MTV had ever actually no so no. Tequila, behind the music fucking rocked behind the music was basically behind just, the music was good was just every band that's where the, the and also the thing was it was before people remembered television was forever <laughs> so you'd still get like they would make it so it always seemed like it was the end of the band's career. But sometimes they still very much hated each other. And it is good stuff. Like Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young's like, do you guys still like each other? And it ends with like, yeah, I, don't, I guess it's fucking weird to say that we do like each other, though, because I don't. You're like, oh, OK, I <laughs> guess you don't like each other. Tila Tequila, Go much ahead. like Dane Cook, two people that really fucking miss the 2000s. MySpace just to fucking jut off. Also, she got booted out. All right, sorry. Tila Tequila, basically, she's showing her yabos all over the place. She's uh, getting kicked off of Friendster for showing her yabos. And she joins MySpace, which is very yabo friendly. Now, let me ask you a question, Dylan. How does she find MySpace? This is the uh, interesting thing. I don't know. Tom from MySpace emails her, saw that he got she got kicked off of Friendster and realizes this is an opportunity to gain a bunch of users and basically is like... You know those yabos? They are now MySpace yabos. This is a space for your yabos. Yeah, there's quite they credit her with basically making turning it from a platform for just your friends, which was the original intent of social media, for to ruining social media as we know it. <laughs> Post Tila Tequila, you get yeah, just craziness. Well, I, again, I wouldn't blame Tequila Tequila for this. I would say what it is is they created a thing where it's, it's happen like, anyway connect your friends and then tila's like or we connect to everyone and they were like yeah that wasn't already our plan uh tila then of course um becomes a uh showbiz sensation because she is gathering an audience in a way that they didn't know was possible so if you can do that in um uh in show business everyone want, like everyone's like we didn't we didn't realize that uh that people on computers also want to see boobies now that we know this, we can market them the boobies. Fill one of the boobies with Pepsi. This boobie <laughs> gives you Pepsi. Um, then, of course, this being the 2000s, it is such a fucking cultural fucking chasm. So she appears on such shows as Fuse TV's Pants Off Dance Off. Do you remember this show? I don't remember this I at don't. all. It's where contestants strip to music. I feel like it is illegal. Um Oh, well, this is a lot of the stuff you watch. Like, I assume you did not watch any episodes of A Shot at Love with Tila Tequila, John? Disagree. I've watched a few episodes of A Shot at Love oh, with Tila Tequila. Oh, wow. So it's like a lot of the stuff there. And she's perfect for this time where it's like cable television is going nuts, where it's like, okay, we can't have a show that's written, but we just need a show where it's like we stuck a bunch of people who are und with undiagnosed mental illness. There was a mm -hmm. sweet spot for reality television from like the year 2000 till about 2015, where it was like we weren't really watching people for mental illness. And like, so you could just straight up exploit them. Like, I remember last comic standing came to Toronto and there is a oh my God. here who has cerebral palsy. 
And they basically were like, yeah, you should just come back and do your act in a chicken suit. And then we'll put you on TV. And he didn't. But like, that's the kind of stuff that they were pitching. They were like, yeah, this guy's got a physical disability. Make him wear a dumb hat. Anyway, is it possible that Ant could push him over? Yeah. Hi, uh, the comedian Ant is here. Is it possible for us to light someone who's blind on fire? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Does Ant specifically want to do that? Well, he doesn't. He doesn't. He's oh, Ant doesn't cool. care how people. He just wants to be watched. Yeah, he just wants. He just wants people to ca- catch him being naughty. <laughs> So, the other thing to remember is that Tila has uh, algorithm algorithmically broken the music industry, which is with MySpace. If you log on to anyone's profile, if you have music on that MySpace profile at this time, it automatically played, making it a play. So she had the most people going to her site. So she had the most people listening to her music. So she became one of the most popular independent music forces the world has ever seen leading to will i am signing her to his music label the will i am music group very clever name that's terrifying um, that's terrifying isn't that fucking nuts under i love the black eyed peas because like people say sell out and the black eyed peas fucking they fucking sold out man sold out. Good for oh them. My God. they were like uh we want to make money fucking now let's go well that's the thing is because the black eyed peas were the like the most indie hipster cool like like yeah. they, they're, like they're dressed like furniture and like, like these really intense beats in the nineties. And then it's like, we are hungry and we will be selling out. Um, how are you going to be doing that in every way possible? Begin. I just turned 30. I don't, I am worried about my finances. Get someone in here to sing these hooks. Yeah. Let's, let's fucking... get it started in here. Let's, let's, you understand? Get, let's get it started. And by it, I mean financial futures. Uh, Let's get it started, by the way. The other thing to know about television right now is this is the sweet spot for reality TV because what they can do is they can take the innovation of the internet in terms of finding a new sewer of culture and then put that on TV as opposed to now where the internet has its own TV, which is Reels and TikTok. So everything just goes on to that. So there's no jumping into the mainstream. There is no mainstream. It's all just TikTok. But A Shot at Love is an extension of, essentially, it's like, you know, on the internet, you can see two girls kiss. Well, on MTV, you might see that too. Yes. And this there's a thing I listened to where it's like, oh, this is the first representation of um, bisexual people on television. And And uh, it, it is not... It is not flattering. It's the the girls that uh, are going after Tila Tequila all fit one stereotype, which is the other girls that are on TV in 2006. Just fucking yeah, exactly. everybody's 100 pounds and fucking they got yeah. 100 pounds with a fake Jagos in there. Good yeah. for them. This woman says that she is a lesbian. If that means she's still dating Brad, she's got. Oh, yeah, buddy. Blonde hair. You know what that means? She moved from two school districts over and she's bad news it the show is i I paused it on the shot this third episode of uh a shot of love and it's a dude in a white shirt with a backwards hat and his shirt has a arrow pointing towards his dick and the shirt says free pony rides that's the whole that's sick if you want to know what like legit douchebags were like if and you're not in your 30s and you weren't around in fucking 2007 a shot of love with tila tequila like it's it's a very good uh time capsule because you're like oh this is what assholes were like back then yeah, it was a real specific asshole time because you have to remember so like the world was filled with fear but because of america deregulating the way that you could package mortgages the banking industry became the largest industry in america so there was so much money everywhere but also no like a bunch of illegal wars and a sense of ill reality and fear. And so people literally were putting lights underneath their cars and their hair was so greasy. It was wet in appearance. And so many just open shirts with other, t- like a sh- t-shirt underneath for a college, like ju- like booze college. And you bought it from Abercrombie and Finch and you suck. He looks a killer baby. I fucking love it. She, yeah, um, man. obviously the, obviously being bisexual, she gets, uh, shot at, not shot at, geez, but like a bunch of uh, Christians complain about her. 
because she's you know warping people's views also later on she just admits that she was not she's not at all bisexual she just yeah, she had a boyfriend throughout the entire thing uh including yeah, that's sick um uh second season her uh shot at love declined her christy morgan declined her in the season finale of um being her love shot or whatever the fuck they called it dating for a bit and that's the best thing about this is like she very much she very much um can't you can't do like three seasons of hey i'm still dating so they yeah. keep a shot at love but they dump tila tequila and that really she's still around this is the thing you would say if it's a story that's where it gets fucking weird but it doesn't really start getting weird until like a couple years later because it's like this woman has tasted fame she's tasted the sweet fruit of fame she wants to fucking stay famous no matter how it fucking happens and she writes a book she (laughs) she reads a she writes a self-help book called hooking up with tila tequila a guide to love fame happiness success and being the life of the party much like oh fuck i watched a documentary on this guy do you know krill no, who's Krill? I so hate Krill, him. Well, yeah, you should. Krill is like a dude who got famous. He was like throw parties at clubs and he got famous for throwing the craziest parties. And his all his social media is just like chicks doing body shots and him getting hammered. And then there's this, you know, short documentary where he's like, I need to stop this. My body hurts. And oh, is he in the Netflix social media influencer documentary? He's one of those guys. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think I know who you're talking about. Continue. So she's kind of caught in this because like all her first album's called Sex in 2007. Also, MySpace falls off. So it's like Facebook becomes the main social media site and Twitter. And Twitter really caters to people who can write, which I can't write. That's why I was never good at Twitter. And Facebook kind of caters to people just, you know, just friends. So, but, and, and then YouTube becomes like, uh, YouTube becomes a big power as well. But she's in this gap where it's like, it sounds weird, but it's like, if my face had stopped and TikTok and Instagram, yeah, well, I'm talking though. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're missing wait, a point. You're missing wait till a point. daddy's wait. done. I'm not waiting till daddy's done because you're missing this point, which is she has the same level of celebrity celebrities have now from the internet. It's just that mainstream. MySpace was not a mainstream thing. Facebook and Twitter were not part of the conversation yet. There was nowhere for her to go because in the end, she was just this way for people to market to online eyes. So as soon as MySpace stops being a thing, her value is done because now she's just a, she's just, well, I'm just saying that like TikTok hadn't started. If, if t- it went from, if it went from, I disagree. Tequila, tequila, and then TikTok was a thing. Then she could just immediately have taken over, or like does, she would have just it, stayed. No, I disagree entirely. It doesn't matter what the social media of the time was. It's our whole culture had to shift to keep her alive because no one reported on online people the way we did now. The whole thing with Tila Tequila was it was literally like she was on the internet and now she has a TV show. That's fucking nuts. And where is she now? She no longer has that TV show. Other people can do that now because we've adjusted how we get our cultural figures. But at this time, if you were from the internet, it was sort of that thing of like you were a flash in a pan and gone. I don't think that anything could have saved her career. You know what I'm saying? I still think that, dude, the idea of someone who like the idea of someone that was on top, even if they weren't actually on top and then they fall off a pedestal and then they start picking fights with other people like that is evergreen that is all like we're we're kind of trying to do a podcast that like recaps some part of history and that's a lot of podcasts but like there's like a lot of podcasts that are just hey i'm going to start a fight with another podcast oh the drama podcast world do not think that i am not a heavy listener the fallout of Dave Landau leaving louder with Crowder and now going on a lot of podcasts that do not seem to have studios just to complain about it. I've listened to all of those episodes and they are ju- 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 they are juicier than the shots served at the love house during Tequila Tequila's A Shot at Love. Um, I hear everything you're saying, but I still think if you need to recognize my point, you motherless fuck, piece of shit, fuck, fuck you, is that 
Tila Tequila's fame in the 2000s, no matter how big she would have gotten, no matter what other places, platforms she could have jumped to, she was always a online celebrity. You know what I mean? Like, which doesn't exist anymore. Everyone's always, everyone is every type of celebrity. You know what I'm saying? But then she was still like, she's the online bisexual girl and now she's gone. It was a different cultural time. America now has that thing that Britain has where like once you get a certain level of famous, you could literally kill a kid on television and they're like, can't believe that can't believe that weather reporter killed that kid on television. Well, I guess he'll incorporate that into the weather report tomorrow. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, well, that's what I was saying, though, like the the tight. That's what I was saying. She if she would have just went from MySpace, she would it would have been way easier for her to monetize how famous she was. Like people don't really fall off like that anymore because you have this many followers on TikTok or this many followers. Like social media is like way more stable now. That the, is true. The other thing I would Twitter, say Instagram, like even Instagram, the idea of Instagram like kind of morphing from, hey, let's take pictures of food to now we're just TikTok also is like it's crazy. Like MySpace was around for like and I would say around, but like popular for four years. Yeah, like, and I missed MySpace completely. Like, it was just not in, like I, I joined a, I got a MySpace account in two thousand and eight, and it literally was like too late, bro. Too yeah, late. You showed up at the party when everyone was cleaning up. Yeah. 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 I remember when I started comedy, being on MySpace, and people were like, "Oh, here's a code. You have to copy and paste this code, and then you have the word comedian on your MySpace profile." I remember that. I remember being told by someone who's still very into social media. But he's like, if you um, if you don't have a MySpace, comedy clubs aren't even going to book you anymore. I remember, I remember with MySpace, someone said that, and I was like, I I think you're a lying person. You are off by 16 years. Yeah, you were off by 10 years, and also told me the same thing also then, and yet still very People crazy. Book you because they you keep their secrets. I do keep their secrets. Now, uh, the year is 2010. Dylan, I find 2010 to be a big watershed year in terms of online internet culture mainly because that is the year that tequila tequila goes to the gathering of the juggalos she is promoting her new That's, album this is this this is the real downfall okay, let's, let's talk about th this after the break because we do not have zoom premium we do not have zoom premium we will talk about this after the break after the break who is correct in this dylan who thinks that it, she had the ability to monetize her online drama then she would still be famous or me john the man who is right we'll find out after the break who is right? Me, John, who is right, or Dylan, who is wrong? But the man right. who fears his baldness or the man who bathes in it every day? Dylan does bathe in his baldness every day, which mm. is another way of saying he gets into a bath, no water, naked, and just covers himself with dry soap and goes, ooh, I'm splashing like a ducky. No hair, no hair. No That's hair. That's what I say. He shaves himself. Hey, John, you know how off-air you were saying that we think you think the phrase no homo should be in the U.S. Constitution? <laughs> well, instead of talking to me about that, why don't you rate, review, and subscribe? We did it! Well, we figured out a computer thing. Now, Dylan, the year is 2010. A little woman named Tila Tequila has ventured to the woods of Illinois mm. to learn something that you and I have known for some time, which is you do not fuck with... There are types of nerds that are acceptable in society. Comic book nerds. Music nerds. Sort of wrestling nerds. Let me tell you what type of nerds are not accepted. Insane clown posse nerds, known as the Juggalos. One of them has clown makeup tattooed on his face and was made fun of by one of the insane clown posse on Tom Segura's podcast. And one of the most hard to watch things ever, because all I can think about is this man is going to see this and he's going to feel very bad about what his face looks like now. Uh, did you know this? I did not. They basically kept on telling Tila Tequila, our fans are going to fucking hate you. Yeah. Don't do this. And they paid her before she went on and she still did it. And people were going nuts, throwing shit at her. And then because this is also like the whole like, oh, it, th this is just incels with makeup on. Yeah. And they are throwing literally it 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 graduates to the point of they're throwing human shit at this woman. They're throwing beer so bottles, then human shit. Uh, doesn't it go rocks beer bottles human she shit which is such Sorry. a you start with rocks the rock thing start, is fine which john is was saying <laughs> yeah everyone agrees it's fine to throw rocks at someone who's 411 okay as long as we're not getting into a debate about something that we've all agreed upon which is if you see someone under the uh, height of five feet 
you can you throw, throw rocks. rocks at them in a yeah. if you're in a rural Children situation included now, now dylan you're uh, just to be not to not to be a real european about this but we of course mean in a rural situation you can't do that in the city like an yeah. asshole too no, many no, people around yes yeah, this is wilderness rules mm, but there's nobody if there's no police there's no rules throw the rocks correct that's why that i have that tattoo it's big and it's on my back and there's a there's a big piece of dylan going like this yo exactly throw the rocks so they throw rocks then they throw beer bottles then human shit now can we quickly discuss and i love this about the insane cloud posse, cloud posse which is this is not the first nor the last time in life they've been the voice of reason and i just love and i have been in these situations where someone that can knows a crowd and just goes i'm not gonna call here we're not doing this well why because i know how this is gonna work and they're gonna throw rocks at you then bottles then human shit what that's a very specific order yeah i'm good at my job i know exactly what's gonna happen you're not going out there because as dylan god has put perfectly this is a crowd of incels in the woods wearing masks that they think that they can hide their face we're not giving them a pretty lady because then they're like well that's the thing we came here to kill well what the re the thing that starts making them go nuts is um that she takes her tits out yeah she's alive yeah, she's a woman that's alive. That's what makes them go nuts. No, she's like, I know how to get them back. And she just shows oh, them her boobs. And then they're like, that makes us angrier for some reason. <gasps> I mean, but it is those baby feeders away. I want to see music, you bitch. Yeah. I didn't come here for cheap sex. I came here to go whoop de woo while a song with a weird haunted house beat plays. Do that or be killed. Which is um, sucks because the gathering of the juggalos seems like such a fun event. There's helicopter rides. That it's literally a circus. There's helicopter rides. You can also wrestling. One of the times there's also ATV races, but I don't think that those were sanctioned. I think just a bunch of people took ATVs through the woods. That's right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, honestly, it's just like it's amazing. It is a white trash festival, and goddamn it. Other than hurling stuff at a woman, I'm on board with all of it. Correct. Also, during this time, uh, a sex tape, a sex tape is leaked against her sex consent. Tape. A sex tape is uh, leaked uh, against her consent. It's unclear if this is one of or uh, one of many sex tapes. There's been intimations and in various lawsuits, and like one, like apparently, there's just like Tila Tequila just had a lot of sex on videotape, which. Fill your boots, gal. And then it was released uh, against her wishes, which does not contribute, obviously, to her mental state. The fallout from um, the uh, gathering of the juggalos is pretty intense. She blamed the Insane Clown Posse. The Insane Clown Posse kind of came back and were like, yeah, it's fucked up what happened, bro. But we told you not to do that. Like, we specifically said, do not go out there. They had witnesses to that. It's a real fucked up situation. I believe Tom Green just to close this off is the person that covered her in a blanket and got her off stage, which is just wild because Tom That's Green is closing a loop. That is like, I'm the Tila tequila of the late nineties. And I am now taking away Tila tequila. Yeah. That would be like if Connor McGregor saved Jake Paul from getting beaten up in a bar, <laughs> but she's also like really lucky just to kind of return the thing we were arguing about before. Because here's why she's really lucky is she's such an early adopter that she can do things like just be, hey, I'm on MySpace and I'm uh, showing my yabs. Yeah, that's an interesting that's thing, it. but it broke her brain because in her mind, she was like, I know how to get out of like every situation. Oh, yeah. She just thinks you whap out the gals, you get out of it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I guarantee she's been like, you were not approved for this loan or am I? Uh, <laughs> Excuse me, Miss Tornado, Tornado Tien. Please put away your yabos. Yes, Tornado Tien. That's her, her actual. This is another thing we can break on this. Her actual real last name isn't Tequila. What? Mm. I thought that Tornado Tien was the fake name, and Tila Tequila was her birth name. <laughs> oh, he thought Tila Tequila was her Catholic name. It's not. Oh my God! I just I have I keep remembering working catering in 2011 and one of the re this was one of the sketchiest catering crews i've ever worked on there was a 35 year old woman uh she was like let me tell you what i did in high school i smoked a lot of cocaine in high school not crack not a fucking asshole i smoked cocaine <laughs> uh and i remember one of the other guys who was a line cook doing a cooking demonstration and he was just sort of like kept talking about a lady he had sex with recently and he was like she had that tequila tequila face trashy but hot and i went i was like well okay 
It was the first time I'd heard Tila Tequila in about four years at the time. Yeah, I mean, a line cook saying something weird about a woman. I'll, I could never believe that. So I but believe I believe that's a made-up story. It, just, it was so crazy how narrowly specific it was being weird about a woman, as opposed to most line cooks, where it's a broad descriptor. I want to fuck their throats. Oh, yeah, that's good, Mike. <laughs> hey, God, do you know what crack smells like? I do not, but I'm pretty sure I'll just assume whatever smell comes out of the next room you walk out of is crack, Mike. That's probably smart. Yeah, the what was it going to the line cooks are great. I remember watching a dude do stand up, and then afterwards he was a line cook, and I and I was like, "Oh, I know." Your whole act was just sex moves. Like, you ever, you ever do the tired donkey? That's when you're having sex with her, and then you hit her with a car, and then oh she's dead, God. and then you you're a donkey too, I guess. That was the the years 2007 to 2010 are just me stood near a fryer. Well, someone's like, you ever given a girl the pirate? It's where you fucking kill her family and then you maybe buy her a steak dinner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the one eyed pirate or what was it? The fucking it's where you come in her eye and kick her in her knee. I've never seen a woman alone. They're not. It's universal that women aren't allowed to be alone with me. Same line cook Mike when I was working at this restaurant uh, said one of those style jokes in front of the uh, the head chef Garfield and Garfield took out a big knife and he went, I've got two daughters and a wife. You ever do that to a woman? I'm going to find your dick. And he took the big knife and he made a sawing action and he went, and I'm going to saw through it. And then a really pretty lady came in and he went, look how tall that bitch is. <laughs> it was so many different emotions all in once. It was Garfield. Garfield, that guy. That guy made the greatest pulled pork sandwich I've ever tasted in my entire life. Just made it for the people who worked in the kitchen. No one else in the restaurant one day. And the manager of the restaurant then yelled at him. And he went, Johnny, if you think you know how to cook, you can talk to me that way. But until you can, I think you should leave. And he was like, are you kicking me out of the kitchen where I'm your boss? And he was like, no, just one of us know how to cook. 12 chicken breasts. I'm that guy. I love that. I miss that guy so much. That guy came to a show once and he was like, did you steal the ladies in there? They were going, mm. he just danced by himself. And then he walked by, down a fire escape into an alley and left the show. <laughs> he came with his wife. I don't know where he went. <laughs> that's, that's a man right there. Now, let me tell you what else was happening in the year 2010, Dylan. So basically the juggalos attack her and she thinks juggalo is a nickname for the Jewish people, because yes. it's now <laughs> immediately time. afterwards, she's like, well, fuck the Jews. They're yeah. with their goddamn face paint. And they they say they're homies, but they're not. Imagine they hate Santa. were Jews. Just imagine how weird your life is. We got to do something. They're covered in mud and they listen to the insane clown posse. Um, are we what are you fucking talking about? Miss <laughs> Tequila. She's given the people what they want, though. That's well, what you want. You want a person who has a, you, you know, they come to fame because they're attractive. They try and be a musician. That doesn't work out. Then they try reality show that has a couple of years and then major public breakdown, which is showing your jugs to the juggalos and oh then boy. just fucking I'm a Nazi now. I love Hitler <laughs> blog posts that are like the Jews should get over the Holocaust. That was the major one. Get over it. Uh, there was also the article she posted, Why I Sympathize with Hitler, part one. Okay. Part one. Part one, yeah. Well, it's going to take a while for you to understand why I sympathize with Hitler. That's not something I should have said into a microphone that way. Oh, geez. Um, well, yeah, and then this is my another favorite thing is this is also pre, or maybe it's not pre, but like at least Big Brother has her on, like celebrity. No, no, that's Big 2015. So that's post this. So the the timeline is very. That's interesting. what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, Dylan. I, I misunderstood. But the timeline of it's very interesting. Which is this? She basically she has the uh, gathering of the Juggalo situation, and then is slowly ramping up to finally December of 2013. Why I sympathize with Hitler being posted on her Facebook post page, and all of that gets taken down, and she's kicked off the platform. What I think it exact you've exactly hit on it in one, which is she's going, she's cycling the drain of fame, and because she was so early on the internet, she's so much further down the internet shit pipe than anyone has ever gone before. So she finds the last great vestige of internet communities. People, she's like, I need support. There's only one group to do: break glass if you would like to be covered in shit. Better side with the neo-Nazi internet community, and that's what she does because. 
it's she is a if anything she is a clown in search of a crowd and she has found that crowd unfortunately at this point that crowd is a reprehensible bunch of human pieces of shit and she joins them willingly because in the end all tila wants is attention yeah i mean all she wants is attention also all right so here's some people she um apparently hooked up with uh oh there's a there's a one uh sean merriman who she accused of like uh being abusive he was a linebacker for the san diego chargers who then um she sued him that suit didn't go through two million dollar suit he sued her for went through he won that which is that's crazy can I also say what a time that this is not discussed in the NFL, the two thousands and the early 2010s and like the NFL. Now all of the discussions are like, I think these owners need to do better things. Uh, they, how Colin Kaepernick was treated was terrible back in the two thousands. Literally like another running back for the New York giants shot off a handgun in a nightclub. Uh, and also uh, a members of a defensive line are all dating television celebrities. And they've all been found asleep in various bordellos around nevada they'll still be playing tomorrow like it, this was the oh, time yeah. for the nfl baby Woo! didn't a guy didn't one of the baltimore ravens full kill a guy in this period ray no, he oh saw a murder and ray told the cops nothing ray lewis ray lewis that's right wearing a white suit later wearing not a white suit ask no questions fuck you yeah saw a murder helped with the murder nothing happened yeah, well, this is also prime time for the NFL where it's like, uh, hey, I think you guys got a problem with the concussions. Oh, what? Because everyone's crying without actually crying and killing their wives? You got a problem with being a pussy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the news has a problem with reporting lies. Are you saying that these people didn't murder their families because their headaches won't go away? No, I'm saying you just keep it out of the newspapers. Oh, geez. Uh, okay, us. so concussions are bad now. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. Just because a you. note he left says preserve my brain because I've been living in hell and then he killed his wife. Oh. Yeah. Where yeah, I come you from, that's bad. I don't, take fuck, I don't take fucking orders from people that are dead. If you want me to do something, <laughs> stay alive. That's yeah. how that works. You have to be like a man not in a note that probably is a lie. Yeah. Also, what kind of man writes a note? I think that his wife wrote that in his handwriting. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, true. I say that to my wife all the time. Last night I cheat my wife cheated on me with my body. I cheated on her, though, according to her. That doesn't make any sense. It was her. <laughs> she didn't do it. So it was her fault. Yeah. You cheated uh, on me with my body, with my uh, mistress. So she had a return to music. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about fucking Celebrity Big Brother, baby. This is my okay. favorite. They kick her off Celebrity Big Brother. Do you know who um, didn't technically get? Oh, I guess her. The two people I know that got kicked off of Celebrity Big Brother are her and Andrew Tate. No, it's even better. No, it's even better. Oh. Around the same time. I think That's possibly sick. the same year, Andrew Tate and Tila Tequila are on Big Brother and Celebrity Big Brother, respectively. Let me tell you who is bad at their jobs. The researchers for British reality TV, because both of these people, so easy to figure this out. What's your name, Andrew Tate? Let me put that into the internet. All right. Um, I don't recognize this word. R-A-P-E. Mm, someone misspelled the word rap, I guess. Not going to just ignore that. All right, let's type in Tila Tequila here to Google. All right, quickly. Uh, N-A-Z-I. Sounds like some sort of, maybe like a, a, some sort of Mexican food, like possibly one of their desserts. Not a problem at all. All right. Uh, yeah, both of them can appear on the show. Not a big deal at all. And so basically what happened was she is on Celebrity Big Brother for one day. And uh, <laughs> she's one day she comes in. She's like, Hitler's the best. And like, well, that's a weird hello, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. So. There's is I'm not sure if this has been substantiated or not. There are some claims that while she was on Big Brother, like when the cameras weren't rolling, like the red light little light goes off, and she's like, now that they're not watching, and by the way, of course mean the Jews. And they're like, ah, the, uh oh. <laughs> uh speaking of someone else who did, and also so they took her into the diary room, apparently showed her some of the posts, and she quickly left. And their like statement was like, uh, don't pry into why she's not here. Could you guys do that? And everyone's like, oh, we'll be prying. And they were like, ah, that would be unfair to us. <laughs> yeah. And she also, she's basically doing like, she tried to come back to like the subscription model she had um, around the Friendster and MySpace days where it's like a lot of the reason she gets famous in the first place is we didn't touch on this is because she's not only doing the, it is like OnlyFans. Like she, not only is she like, um, 
having sexy pictures of her online behind a paywall, she's also like directly interacting with the people who are on her site. So it's it's not just like pictures of her. She will directly interact with people. And she tries point. to restart that again. Yes. But since she started saying very anti-Semitic things, I think, I think this is based on nothing, is she's like, oh, if these Nazis like me, which is something a sociopath would do, she's like, if these Nazis like me, then I'll just do Nazi stuff. And then she takes like a sexy photo in a Nazi outfit next to uh, a badly green screened um, concentration camp behind her. That I was a photo that, on the internet, and Big Brother was like, yeah, she's crazy. She'll be great on the show. I think you're 100% correct. That's exactly what it is, is that, and you can see the same um, content creators are radicalized the same way that content, like the same way that an audience is radicalized, in the same way that, like, Jordan Peterson started talking about language and is now talking about how maybe we all should be evangelical Christian, is that the message gets moved as also, um, like, less online less extreme people shave off also the person providing the content gets more intense and more fucked and more basted in the stew of the internet so eventually they are going it's impossible to know where the chicken and the egg began which was did she start sympathizing with hitler to gain an audience or did her audience solely push her in the way where she's suddenly like you know who i sympathize with hitler either way it doesn't matter you need to get those views out of your head and change your life if you start leaning that way because it's show indicative of bigger things but it's an amazing sort of radicalization you see. And I think your point is completely and totally accurate that it really comes from the fact that it's also her audience pushing her in a direction and her pushing the audience. By the time we get to 2016, she is tweeting at Ben Shapiro. Uh, like literally she wrote, should I say what she wrote? I'm going to write it. Ben Shapiro should be gassed and sent back to Israel. The only two things in this world for which I gladly sacrifice my life for are the destructions of Jews and the preservation of the right the preservation of the white race. You know what will help Asians earn respect? An Asian version of Adolf Hitler. Um, I want that person to be me. I want to save the world from this Zionist disease. I hate Tila Tequila so fucking much. And it is so nuts that that is less than a year before she appeared, uh, less than a year after she appeared on Big Brother. They were like, and it's a man, that's a real leap too, which is like, you cannot talk about Hitler while you're in the big brother house. And she was like, well, I'm going to shout out the walls so loud. They're going to hear me on the next season. Well, it's like, that is the real fucking, that's like where she really pushes over the edges. The being kicked off celebrity big brother. She's like, I can't even be on like reality shows anymore. And then she goes fucking, she changes the name to uh, tornado TN. But I mean, I tried to look up. So I listened to another podcast about her and it said that she has like, 1.2 million followers on Facebook, which I don't, I can't find that. I can only find like new profiles. Now they might have canceled her. I think she got canceled. So, she, so what sort of happened? What happened in the wake of the post sort of uh, Trump being elected? She appeared at the uh, National Policy Institute party celebrating. Um, this is in 2016. For me, in, in 2016. There's also like her showing her like she has vlogs where she shows herself getting uh, welfare. And she's fucked. Yeah, she's fucked. She's profoundly she needs fucked. Meds, I but she won't get through the meds. And, uh, and she's she being an unmedicated her. anti-Semite. Yeah, she's now very much just doing weird, like classic. The classic end stage. I was a celebrity. Now I'm fucked. The like, like in a bathrobe, holding the phone in a dirty hallway. Let me tell you. Oh. And but also acknowledging the chat, like in the middle of a meltdown, but still knows to acknowledge the chat. You know what I'm saying? I'm at the end of my fucking. Oh, thank. Well, nice to see you, Gooby Shoes. I've got a fucking. <laughs> about this. Fucking. Oh, thanks for the. Thanks for the sub, um, Rosie Piss. On, well, she is on her YouTube as Wife of Christ, where she's like literally making ten vlogs a day, uh, and she's also she was on Gab. She got kicked off of Twitter, but you know what happened? What happened recently, John? I have no idea. Did she get kicked off of Gab? Elon bought Twitter. Tila's back, bitch. Tila's back? Tila's back on Twitter, motherfucker. That's what Elon bought Twitter for. Get Tila back. Get Tila back. Has she lost her account yet? Because that my favorite part was how fast some of them lost their account. Like some of those were like the crazy people that got brought up. I can't remember. Someone got brought back and was like canceled. Like literally was like, 
I got my Twitter account. And then like, like the third tweet was like, con, 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 and then, and then, and then, and then, and then, J, 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 and then account suspended. And you're like, what the fuck? This is great. This is where it is. At Tila's hotspot, Tila Tequila. She's verified. She paid for the fucking blue tick, baby. She paid for the blue tick? Of course she did. That's the biggest sign of mental illness I've ever seen <laughs> in then my life. She has a fucking, and then she has a fucking link on her Twitter that is just a link to what? Telegram. Oh, <laughs> she has a link to her Telegram on her Twitter? Yeah. That's boss. That's fucking boss, bro. Which I assume is like, hey, I used to sell like pic- sexy pictures of me. Now I'm just selling fucking straight up kid born i guess I, okay i want you to know how would you feel okay you're in a coma the year is 2006 you fall into a coma during the first episode of shot of love mm-hmm. you come out of the coma today your first question is what's tila tequila up to and someone's like oh she's like a full nazi now here's a, your reaction to be like yeah 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 i can see that's that. my first I question i haven't seen my family in fucking 17 years and i'm like what's tila tequila up to my first question, I will, if you're watching a reality show and then you don't know where it goes from there and you're just like, I got to fucking figure this out. You know what I mean? It's just been on my brain. Well, well I've been we fighting people who have been in comas. When, you're, when you get out of a coma, you just think you just went to bed. So other people tell you that you were in a coma. So that would mean that every day I wake up and say, what's Tila Tequila up to? First thing I open my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that not what's what you do? Tequila up to? Yeah, I asked a cat right before this episode. I woke up. There was a cat in my bed. And I went, hello, cat. What's Tila Tequila up to? And the cat mm-hmm. went, which I took it as. You wake up, you see stuff. your girlfriend's eyes. She smiles at you and you say, what's Tila Tequila up to? I smile first. I, I smile, smile first before she smiles? No, you got to wait it out. I don't smile until she, she smiles. smiles That's the alpha move. Of course, I alpha move it and let her smile first. Of course. I, Sorry, I'm, Sigma. I'm, I'm Yeah, I'm no Sigma. I'm no Beta. I'm no Kappa. Oh, is that going to be the new one? They keep changing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Delta. Oh, I'm a Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> you Dylan can use got. That. Dylan fucking got. Everyone there can actually. Uh, you know what? If you listen to that, that's mine. You can't fucking use it. Yeah, that is Dylan's. That that's exact Dylan. exchange happens, and you get to say the name of a hotel. You have to say like Holiday Inn or whatever. Yeah, yeah. or fucking you have to. Credit, that's a Dylan got. Dylan got. You have to say that after Joe, Dylan's joke if you use it. You got to go. Dylan. I'm a Delta. Dylan got. Uh, I feel like now that we're making shitty hotel puns, the episode has reached its end. John, do you have I, any final thoughts on Tila Tequila? I think Tila Tequila is very much a personification of what the internet's journey has been from 2006 to now, which is in 2006, it was a place for uh people to try and build an audience through the uh the most basic means of marketing and uh human connection and now in 2023 it's a place where people are in uh, tattered bathrobes and they're either very much with hitler or very much not with hitler i'm glad that that it didn't work like i, I the fact that she was like a huge trump supporter and shit and you know she's on gab and like every like fringe crazy person form of social media is good and i like that she's not successful there either like i looked up her gab profile and then she basically started it and stopped using it pretty immediately because she's like oh no one cares about me here either it's not she doesn't have it's it's like she doesn't have anything she's just bipolar but still wants the same things as she did before that really like kicked in it's I completely can I say something about Tila? Tila Tequila is again, it's so nakedly ambitious in at the root of it. Yeah. You peel everything back. It's just I want to be famous. And it's so rare you see it so obviously. And like it's like it's like a it's like a shining diamond at the middle of her spirit that just says, pay attention to me. And it's yeah, so it's once, heartbreaking. It, yeah. But at the same time, there's like a part of it so human where you're like, yeah, I know how you got into this situation. You you were exposed to the wrong parts of show business too early, so you literally just think everything is transactional because a guy went, <laughs> hey, like, you're just, ah, oh, fucking, the world is a fucking, the world is diarrhea. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Uh, Let me ask you this question, though. Okay. Which is your favorite Tila Tequila? Gathering of the Juggalos Tila Tequila? <laughs> oh, you mean era? I thought you were going to say Tila Tequila and then like song or anything. 
no, no, no. A shot at love is good just because it's classic like she's a bisexual but they only have one type of person on there like if it's a dude it's a douche and if it's a girl it's like um like an fhm style model and then later on she's like oh i don't like girls i was yeah, just no, doing no, that no, so, so people would pay attention on. to me and you're like okay well that also does a lot of damage because every time someone says that about any bisexual and then you're like no i actually oh you know that negative thing people think about bisexuals i am that high five yeah yeah uh bisexuals are just greedy fucks who are just doing stuff for money which is what i did uh the other thing is the other type of woman on shot for love they looked like they were in fallout boy but also an fhm model that was the other thing that was very important and it's again it was i don't know tequila tequila continues to fascinate because it's such a it's so of that era and there's no cultural icons from the 2000s like no one Tila Tequila will never appeal on an old-timey special of Where Are They Now. Tila Tequila's memoriam page will be like, when MTV finally just becomes a TikTok account, which it's on its way to becoming, it will literally just be like, whatever happened to Tila Tequila? We're not going to, well, there's not even going to tell you to Google it. Like, it's just, it's very Oh, sad. no, the entire, like, if you just want to know what happened to Tila Tequila in 20 minutes with no, with just information, then... That's YouTube. all YouTube and anything is like YouTube. there's so many people who are doing what happened to that of celebrity course. on YouTube better and for free than any television show ever did it. Because since they don't want any money from it, they can just use copyrighted images. Very true. Also, what's so funny about Tila Tequila is it only seems modern that her celebrity ended with her believing in Hitler because we just didn't used to ask old celebrities. Um, what do you believe in? Like the Tila Tequila is actually a very old school Hollywood story in that when she was a teenager, a creepy guy with long hair was like, I'm going to pay you to see them jugs. And that's what they did with Tila Tequila. And it just ended with her believing in Nazism. Just when that happened in the twenties with a starlet who was signed to the studio contract, they didn't have my space for it to happen. Their just brains would be broken and they'd just be smoking cigarettes in a bungalow in West Hollywood talking about how Hitler was great. <laughs> Uh, all right, that is our Tila Tequila episode. John, this one isn't on the list um, that we have of topics, but I would like to do it because you mentioned it uh, in a previous episode that I forget which it is, but I would like to talk about it. Could we talk about next week? Pets.com. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Join us you. online at the Dylan Gott. Oh, wait, at Dylan Gott, at the John Hastings. Everywhere. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.